to our podcast. We are the Faith Lift Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time together studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together and we hope that you will enjoy your time with us. Well, hey there. How are you? Um, this is the Faith Lift Sisters and we are in our, I don't even know what week this is, third, fourth, ninth, second, I don't know what, <laughs> anyway, they all run together at this point, right? It's kind of how life is. Um, anyway, we are talking about Hebrews and we are in 3-7 today, chapter 3, verses 7 to 11. And um, Terry, let's just have you start us straight out. All righty. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion on the day of testing in the wilderness where your fathers put me to the test and saw my works for 40 years. Therefore, I was provoked with that generation and said, they always go astray in their heart. They have not known my ways. As I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Oh, those Israelites. Yeah. Oh, that's a scary word to me. They always go astray. Always. Yikes. Yeah, that's that's pretty strongly worded, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, when we are relying on grace to be saved, it's just kind of a stark reminder that and then it's a little bit of obedience required in there. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't think that it conflicts with grace at all, but we have to be listening to the Lord. I love that today, if you right. hear my voice. Everything is today, today, today. Well, there are a lot of days I get real caught up in my day, you know, and I'm not as attentive to the voice of the Holy Spirit as I would like to be. Um, I repent about that all the time. You know, a, a day will rush by if I'm busy and, and I won't have taken a lot of time to spend with him. Yeah, and Angie, it's like you're kind of referring to the first warning too, which is that drift away. Do not yeah. drift away. Don't drift. And so this is like a progression of sin, mm-hmm. a progression of what happens. Um, and even, I guess you could say it's like, Maybe you haven't sinned completely, but it's like, yeah, kind of. Like, and I'm saying it for me too. <laughs> it's like, because give yourself some time, right? Then your heart gets hardened and it's harder to hear. Mm-hmm. God has yeah. It yeah. is sort of like a, a stone gathering mess as it rolls down a hill. You know, it starts out to be okay, but it just starts collecting mess as it goes until you're in big trouble. Right. There's a sense of urgency. It's like, you know, today. Yeah. Come today. on, do it today. If yeah. you're here and you hear his voice, answer now. Yeah. You know, we don't have we don't know what tomorrow will bring. Yeah. Today may be our last day. I mean, we've you know, so today you've got to answer. Yeah. Which means you've got to be listening too. Yeah. Well, how many days? Did God speak to them in the wilderness? How many days did they see his mm-hmm. mighty works? Um, Are we, they, is this a real question? Am I supposed to be doing math right now? Or? <laughs> 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 no, you don't have to do math, Terry. 
you know that I do not do math questions. <laughs> well, it's You're safe. 14, 40 years times 365 is 14,600. Days so. that they could have been listing and, and chose not to. Or, or like, and, and this is what I realized, um, you know how people pick a word for the year? Yeah. And I had a hard time remembering what mine was. And my word was remember. <laughs> like, oh yeah, there's a reason for that. That's why that was something I needed to keep forward. Because the, even just day one walking out of Egypt, if they would have just remembered day one. Yeah. Remember day one and stand on day one. I know that he's done this. I so it's like, why don't we do it? Why do we struggle with this? Right? I think it's human nature. Mm -hmm. The fallen nature. Mm -hmm. Um we get wrapped up in ourselves and in the things of this world, the cares of this world. Right. Yeah, I, I think, too, they weren't expecting a desert. I think they weren't expecting, and they were just crossing the except they lived in the desert. You think they could have expected that, but it's like. Um, well, they certainly were not expecting to spend 40 years out there wandering around. No, no. no. That no, was I, not the. I, Go ahead. Read it somewhere, like how long it should have taken them yeah. to get, you know, over the Jordan. And in, it, sh it should have been like, what, three weeks or yeah, something like that? Mm -hmm. A yeah. very short amount of time. Yeah. But because of their lack of faith in God and their lack of faith eventually really in Moses as their leader, whom God appointed, and then their lack of belief in, in Joshua, which comes later, but it was their lack of faith in God being able to do what he said he would do. And then that turned to unbelief. You know, it is interesting though. They were following a, the pillar of fire and the, the cloud of smoke, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I would love to have heard some of those conversations as week one, week two, week three, week 20, week 50, week, you know, and as the 40 years roll out, they were still following to mm -hmm. some extent. They were following the cloud and the pillar, and yet their hearts were hard towards God. So I, I don't know if that's a, a, a picture of religion. You know, yes, we can go to church. We can do all the right stuff every week. But if our hearts aren't right with God, that's just works. It's, there's no faith there. Can you imagine how hard their hearts were to see? Um, I made a list of God's works for them that they saw in the desert, saw him do. So, you know, even getting them out of Egypt, parting the Red Sea, parting the Jordan River, the, the two things always like really amaze me. Wandering in the desert for 40 years, their shoes didn't wear out mm -hmm. and their feet didn't swell. Yeah, I'm telling you guys about three weeks into summertime, we're in flat, flip-flops <laughs> and no support, my feet are starting to swell, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's yeah. like yeah. their feet didn't swell at all in the fire and the clouds, the manna. Yes. Yeah. I mean, water from a rock. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a daily reminder, the manna was. even, But even before they left, Egypt was the blood, the plagues, the frogs, all that. Right. They also had all that. And the death of the firstborn mm -hmm. of Egypt. 
for those who weren't believing, I guess. Not to um, forget that Pharaoh's magicians also could do a lot of those things, and they did do. And so the people, I think, were prone to dismiss it a little bit because, Mm -hmm. well, Pharaoh's guys can do that too, but not that death angel Mm -hmm. and not that parting of the Red Sea either. I, you made a good point. I don't remember. Maybe Terry is who said it. Um, but somebody made a really good point. They're like, think about how hard your hearts, their hearts would have to be. Yeah. Right. But mm-hmm. in verse 10, God says, that is why I was angry with that generation. But he, he doesn't say, that's why you guys were so stupid. That's why, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's why, you know, you're doomed for hell or to hell for all time. You know, he didn't say that's why I had to send Jesus because y'all are idiots. What he <laughs> said was, that's why I was angry at that generation. Yeah. He didn't say this is for all time. This yeah. isn't for everybody. This is for that generation. I I like the um the end of verse 10 that says they go astray in their heart, in their heart. They have not known my ways. So I was thinking about that. And I, it's like, yeah, they they knew the outside things that they could see, the miracles that they could see. But it's the, as Rosemary always says, it's a heart issue. Mm-hmm. He didn't know their, his. they didn't know his ways in their heart. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole difference. And I think that's where the grace part comes in. Like Angie was talking about at the beginning, where, yes, we have to obey, and then we suffer the consequences if we don't, obviously, wandering around in the desert for 40 years. But the grace comes in in the fact that he that God didn't say, we're all done. You can just yeah. suffer. The grace comes in where he said, this is why I was angry for this generation, and then continued to lead on because he said, I told you this is what we were going to do. It's not going as smoothly as we would have liked for it to go. But I told you this is what we're going to do. And because I am a man of my word, this is what it's going to be. I'm a God of my word. (laughs) This is what Mm -hmm. it's going to be. Yeah. So I think it would have been, if it were up to me, I would have just said, I'm done. I'm out. See ya. Well, it should give us great encouragement, right? When we read that, that while God was angry with them and they suffered the consequences of their actions... It didn't stop his plan mm-hmm. for the future of his people. Mm-hmm. That continued to roll on. Um, and their their hearts continue to get hardened, and they continue to look back at Egypt, you know, when the Caleb and um, Joshua right. come back with good reports. They're like, no way. I mean, they have, it sounds like they have grapes the size of, uh, you know, giant balls on a one branch that two men had to carry. It was kind of unbelievable. They're like, I wish we would have died in this wilderness. We should have got, we could have died in Egypt and not have to come out in this wilderness. We will not go into the land. Yeah. That just blows my mind when I kept reading, 
we should get a leader that'll take us back to Egypt. I'm like, Lord have mercy. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for having mercy on them, at least at that level. And yeah. not saying, okay, Joe, you over here, get moving. Take the rest who want to go. Yeah. Right. Isn't that interesting how we can easily lead each other astray mm-hmm. with our things? How many times do I say, oh, I wish I was back in Egypt. It was so much easier. <laughs> right. In, in the ways where I go back to old ways that don't serve me, don't serve God. Like, I'll do the same thing. I can sit here and and look down on them or whatever, but it's just like, it is incredulous to me, some of the things that we're doing. Um, but it's like they came from slavery. They came, they didn't really know God. And when I look at this, this is, then they only knew things on the outside. They knew the pharaohs. They had the gods over there. What's different about this God? Okay, the parting of the Red Sea. Okay, that was pretty big. We got out of Egypt. That's pretty big. You know what I mean? But they're kind of weighing it going back and forth. Oh, remember how you said the magicians? Pharaoh's magicians could do similar things. Um, And it's just like this weighing back and forth. Well, we do the same thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We Mm -hmm. depend on ourselves. Mm -hmm. We have to have all the answers, right? Um, I do think that 40 years in the wilderness, that was their time to get to know God. Right. Because you're right. They... 400 years of slavery in Egypt, um, they, I mean, there wasn't a synagogue that they were all gathering at every Saturday, I don't think. Right. Um, you know, I'm sure they tried to keep their faith alive, some of them for sure, but not all of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, how much time do you have as a slave and how much freedom to worship or study anything? And look at your worldview. Yeah. It's a bit distorted. It's not yes. easy. Yeah. Right. And so all they had to do was trust him. Well, that's kind of hard. Yeah. That was a hard thing to do, but they could have trusted him because he is a good God. He's a faithful God. And they could have made a decision instead of trusting themselves and what they believe the world looked like. They could have turned and just kept affirming, you know, we could be in Egypt by, right now. You know, we could be in the Red Sea right now. You know, they could have continued to affirm the positive things that God did. And there was that point, remember, where the tents on the outside, they were all grumbling. They could have corrected it right there, right? If we all work together, and this could be in our workplaces, in our churches, in our in our homes, it's like noticing this complaining, take care of it when it's this big, when it's very small. It's just starting on the outsides because they didn't. And it progressed all the way in to Moses and attacking Moses. Mm-hmm. Right. And and it progressed finally to not going into the promised land. There's a, they were quick to, like to, a I'm sorry, Andrew. No, sorry. They're quick to lay the blame on God, too. Just like Eve I, did, Adam did, that woman you gave me mm-hmm. and now they're saying why is lord bringing us here to have us you know fall on the, by the sword and then they'll take our little children and wives into captivity and and they'll be slaves and all that kind of stuff but, so they're not even owning up to oh my goodness we are really have been disobedient we are not trusting you know any of that kind of god is bringing us here to die Right. Well, they let their imagination run wild with them. Right. And I mean, it takes time to build those calluses up, to harden that heart. It's time with this unbelief put together. But then as I say that, I also go, 
how many times have I talked to God going, this is the plan? Oh, really? This is the plan? This is what you want? And it's like, how disrespectful, how awful, how filled with unbelief that is. Instead of like going, okay, is this the plan? <laughs> to make sure I'm right. And I, there's this phrase I'm saying it over and over and over again. Tell the truth, even if it's just to yourself, even if it's just to God, right? Yeah. You're hearing, people were hearing the grumbling in those camps. And they had the time to say, at least tell the truth to themselves. And say, I'm not going to be a part of this. And then tell it to that person today. Like it says in the scripture, today speak out. Yeah. Right? And encourage each other. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I, I don't know that I can stand in judgment of the Israelites. It's like, yeah, they did mess up big. How many times have I done that? Yeah. It just occurred to me. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are listening and you're, you're just catching us and I've told you that we're talking about Hebrews we're um, referring back to Old Testament text um, because this passage is quoting um, a lot of the things that happened in uh, like Exodus and Numbers. Mm-hmm. And so if you are lost and going, I, what? What are they talking about? Um, please read Exodus and Numbers. It's a lot. But um, it gives you a lot of context about what we're talking about. And we're talking about the Israelites coming out of slavery and moving into the promised land where it should have been a very easy trek. And it was not because of their stubbornness and their hardened hearts and the ways that God was graceful and gracious to them in extending the ability to still land in the promised land, like he said. So, And just like... the the land and that was promised to those people it's jesus is our promise of the same kind of the same vein mm-hmm. and it's unbelief and uh, disobedience will wipe out our relationship and we'll be wandering around in the wilderness <clears throat> so okay. kind of i think a picture of yeah. you know a warning it's a warning okay. for them not to do the same thing because they are hebrews Right, and right. They are tempted. It seems they say some are tempted to go back to Judaism. Mm-hmm. That's who this is written to. Yeah, and the the temptation to move back to Judaism is very. It's familiar and it's safe. Just mm-hmm. like when the Israelites were like, "Send us back to Egypt." That was familiar and as safe as it could have been for them as slaves. Um, and so that warning, like like Terry just said, is a is a great picture to the Hebrews. And then it's a good reminder for us too, like Rosemary said earlier, to not want to go back to what's safe and familiar to us, which is um, the creature and humanity side of things, instead of stepping into the kingdom of Jesus side of things. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. It just occurred to me that we needed to give some context there. Yes. Good job, <laughs> and, Suzanne. <laughs> and it's really easy for, for the four of us, especially because we just, the um, study that we did right before this one here was Old Testament. And we spent a lot of time camped out um, in this text. So uh, anyway, just figured I would share that for those of you who are new listeners, maybe. Yes. Good idea. 
And this is an example of herding cats. Suzanne is so good at that. <laughs> we just jump in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome. I love our yeah. conversations. Um, but speaking of herding cats, it's time to rein our little tails in a little bit. <laughs> so, Terry, will you pray for us as we finish yep. up today? Thanks. Yep. Uh, Lord, we just thank you again for your awesome word, for the way that you care so much for us, that you would um, use your spirit to write your words down so that we can have them to learn to live by and to learn who you are and um, what you expect of us and um, and what people have gone through in the past that hopefully we won't make those same um, bad choices or bad decisions, but that we would, in this instance, stick close to you, Lord, and to listen to what you have to say to us, that we don't drift away from you, that we don't drift away from your precepts and your um, laws and your loving arms and your grace. So, Lord, we just pray that um, your words will remain in our hearts and that um if people do need a, a reminder about um, the words that you have for us here to look to the Old Testament, um, especially in the first five books, and just pray that they'll learn a lot about you, Lord, and and uh, that we also learn as we go along in this study. Then we pray for each one listening in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen.